Hello, hello, and welcome back to another episode of Podcast Assemble, the show where you come for your rambling, geeky download. My name's Tommy, and I'm delighted, as always, to be joined by my friend and co-host from across the pond. It's our resident movie soothsayer of the pod, DL. What up? Hello. How are you, mate? I'm good, man. I am good. You're looking so goddamn tanned. I'm so jealous. You said my nose was red. You you called me Rudolph, basically. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's just red because it's been tanned so much more than other parts of my body over the years. It's a reminiscent red, which probably isn't good for skin I had a theory about this recently. Checked out. Yeah, Yeah. I had a theory about this recently. I think my nose gets more tanned because I wear sunglasses and they constantly push down. You push them back up. So the cream just gets like... Like we both just have big noses. Yeah, maybe that too. (laughs) (laughs) And they're just big targets. (laughs) Big targets for those UVs. (laughs) What's been happening, buddy? How you doing? Um, I'm all right. I've been uh, doing quite a lot of... How was Christmas? Family stuff. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say... had the, had the partner's family over. Of course. Did, did a little tour around Tasmania across the Tasman Strait. I don't Oof. know if that's a thing. I just keep saying that. Yeah, I've never been, so um, maybe I'll find out for you. Yeah, across the pond there. Different different kind of place there. Colder? Yeah, a little bit colder. It was it was good weather Yeah, um, nice. for Tasmania, apparently, but it was colder. And the, you know something about the people in Tasmania? They all look like they're from Tasmania. <laughs> what is that? I don't mean? know. But when I was like banjos around, and like, I was just like every single one of them. I was like, "You look like a Tasman." <laughs> That's not me being rude to Tasmanian people, but like every what, what, what defines a Tasmanian I don't person? No, it's like a. It's not just like a. Look. They all spin you. <laughs> yeah, they, they, have like, they all have like a limp or like a, or like a tick. No, Looney Tunes. It's more just like the every person I've met from Tasmania. Yeah, at, like that in Australia, they all have like characteristics and like a personality and a demeanor and a look hmm. that like when I was there, I was like. Yeah, you kind of remind me of that person. Or that I've, I know like four people from Tasmania here. Really? And each one of them like reminded me of the people around me. I'm trying to think there. of what I can equate that to. I, I literally have nothing in my head. Like, I don't know. Not going to lie. It, it is an island of how many people? Yeah. Well, yeah so maybe true. there is a little bit very of something to what place. you were implying yeah, with the joke. Maybe. maybe that's it. I don't know. I didn't say it. You did. Look, we have lots of Tasman listeners. We don't. Okay. But um, we no, Billy no offense from to you guys. Exactly. Dave. Dave from Tasmania. No offense to you guys. Well, I had the mother here as well, obviously. Had such a delightful time. It's like... I think there's like a stigma about having like a wholesome time with your family. And no. I'm like, I don't see this. I just want to have a nice time with my mum who I get to see once a year. Yeah, no one's there. <laughs> you know what I mean? Stigmas, yeah. I don't know. I don't get it. I'm, I had a lo- lovely time. And we'll talk about the holiday movies we may or may not have watched in just a minute. But before we do, uh, there will be time codes in the description. And thanks, as always, to friend of the show and podcasting genius, Mr. Matthew Bliss of blissery.fm for editing this episode we are going to be telling you his details at the end of the show, but if you are looking to get into the podcasting business, why not reach out at info at blissery.fm or check him out at his own pod, which is Dead Drop Pod. More about him at the end of the show. DL. Yes. What have you been up to? Have you seen any Christmas movies? I did. So the, about the only thing I did watch nice. was Christmas movies. So I watched a bit more of Monday. Wednesday. Wednesday. <laughs> yeah. Constant joke. <laughs> It's got to come back around. Uh, and I'm, and I'm, I'm confused every time because I think of that Monday.com, you know, the, the, <laughs> the, <laughs> the work maintenance platform, app. Platform. Yeah. <laughs> every time I'm like, why is he watching this? Uh, no, uh, Wednesday. Yeah, yeah. Just watching enablement videos yeah, exactly. on Monday.com. Watching software. YouTube videos. Uh, and it's, again, I think I have two left and I really like to, I disagree with your take, but you're allowed your opinion. Which one? Didn't you have an opinion on Wednesday? Uh, we don't. I'd only seen the first episode at that point. We'll talk about it in a week or so when I've had more chance to yeah. watch. But I've come, I'm coming around to it. Okay. The partner really likes it, and she's sort of like pressing ahead with it. And you know, I'm kind of in it. Like the mystery is interesting enough. 
I just think that the whole di- like the main character, great performance. Yeah, like, I think very, so too. very like sarcastically com- yeah. comedic and yeah. dark. And then I just think like the broader uh, world kind of reminds me of like a lighter, like a, a lighter umbrella academy. It's Ooh, just okay. kind of weird the style. It's very different. Just a little bit more kiddie. Yeah, a little bit more kiddie. Yeah, high school, but like uh, but not in a bad way. Yeah, not, not in like a tweeny way. Agreed. Just in a more probably pg way yeah i think i just like the juxtaposition of her against everybody else like she's just yeah, i mean agreed. she literally dresses in black compared like, to yeah 100 the only thing i don't like the only the tweeniest part is like the main guy that like it keeps trying to talk to her I you remember, you there's like seen, two at this point. you haven't seen it yeah. well there's two there's but a guy the, in the he's like shop such a tweeny yeah they are a bit he's just like he's the like, emo one yeah he's kind of yeah. like the definition yeah. of the tweeny emo character he's a bit annoying but maybe they'll mm. play on that mm-hmm. like i don't know eventually maybe they will they haven't yeah it's like eight episodes right yeah go back yeah. christmas movies you never told me what you watched well, it's kind of like a halloween movie almost christmas so christmas movie i was gonna get there but you start with like Halloween, then you moved. Oh, I do. So the next Sorry. one on Thanksgiving the Thanksgiving is next. Nightmare obviously. Before Christmas. Oh, which I think qualifies as a horror movie. I love it. Is it a debate? No, it's of course it is. It's, it's got Christmas, Christmas in the title. It, that's what I said. Like Die Hard. It's Gail a Christmas like, movie. Well, that doesn't have Christmas in the title. This <laughs> <laughs> is what you want about. <laughs> I was about to put that one on for Gail, but uh, anyway, Nightmare Before Christmas. Uh, those of you who haven't seen it, Tim Burton classic. You know, I don't think I've actually seen it before. I maybe hadn't we'll seen do, it, maybe like, do it next year. I don't think I'd ever seen it all the way through. Interesting. Or like if I had, I forgot. And uh, yeah, it was nice. It was interesting. And it's very creative. I have two Christmas traditions or holiday traditions around movies that I watch every single year without fail. Love Actually. Pretty much. Love Actually God, is one of them. such a weirdo. And you're the one other of those one people. is, of course, Die Hard. And <laughs> I, I watch them too every year. It's just a thing I like to do. I don't care how late I stay or how drunk I am yeah. watching them. I tend to watch them. I just didn't get time this year. I was pretty fuming. Yeah. I got th- Those times were butted into by two of the Christmas movies we watched. So we watched one. Uh, we watched Home Alone, which yeah, great movie. Yeah, And I think I'm going to go on a limb and say I think Home Alone 2 is better than 1. Donald Trump it's a, appearance. It's a little bit of a, a spicy take, potentially. I know a lot of people love 1, but I, I don't know. I just really like 2. They're both really good. Yeah, they are. I, I, don't, I don't think anyone would judge you for saying. Okay. Because they're, they're both really good. A sequel better than the original. Now, there's a topic for another week. Write that down. Yeah. Write that down. Uh, and the other one we watched, and I don't know, tell me, tell me if you've seen it, is uh, The Holiday with Jude Law. I watched Cameron it Diaz. as well. Did you? Yeah, it's a good soundtrack. What did you think? Yeah, good soundtrack. Uh i hadn't seen that before i had not. i do quite like it okay i did enjoy it i also kind of felt like the guys in that one were a bit like w- weird but fair enough jude, jude law was like by the end of it was so like uh, something about that he's the a way, beautiful man though the way he performed huge was, crush on him the whole way through really there was one problem with him though yeah and you know how i have to find a problem with everything Here's, here's the one. There is one scene where he's lying on the bed talking to, I think it's Cameron Diaz, whoever he's in the bed with. Yeah. You'll, never, you'll, you'll never be able to look at him the same way. You absolutely will. But his nipples are weirdly spaced apart. So like most normal nipples are at like, they're, they're at like a normal, they're in line with your ears, right? His are in line with like his nostrils. They're too tight. I'm so sorry. <laughs> can't believe that you guys have to listen to this. But it's true. What? It's absolutely what true. What is wrong with you? I don't know. I've got a problem. <laughs> I have to find a problem with everything. What, what is wrong it is. with you? How did you notice that? Why are you looking at his nipples? Because he was uh, they were on screen. It was the, he was looking at Cameron in the middle Diaz's of the nipples. They, they were in the golden circle <laughs> on the screen. That's exactly where they were. Anyway. Uh, no, fe- there's nothing wrong with looking at his nipples if you're into that. But I just know, Tommy, that I, I don't think you are. It's, so it's what, not what, me. what attracted you to the nipples? Um, anyway. My, uh, we'll, good question. We'll shelf that one. The uh, movie itself, yeah. I enjoyed. There were times of his performance where it was a bit like, he was a bit over the top, I think, okay. sometimes. But 
Overall, pretty good Christmas movie, yeah. This is the most subtle I've ever seen Jack Black in a movie. Which is saying, saying something. Yeah. Because he wasn't all that subtle. I didn't. But it's, you're right. It, I didn't it, love him in this, though. It can't be like, I, mean, I didn't hate him. Yeah, okay. But it was almost like, they were like, Jack Black, we need like 40% of you. No, way we less than that. Like we need like 30% water 10 down. to 15% yeah. max. And so like every now and again, you'd see him about to go on like a thing and then he pulled back and you're like, oh, I kind of wanted to He's got a really weird smile like the Joker. And yeah. it, you could see him doing it and you could tell that he wanted, he wanted to go, to go on go his farther. tangents. Yeah, he yeah, wanted yeah. to go. And I was almost like, just let the man go. Give him a go. Yeah, let the him go. The outtakes for that movie would be pretty yeah. funny. Yeah. Like, would be pretty. Uh, the movie shop in particular, that scene was where he was about to like fully go. Big time. Moving on. Favorite holiday movie? Favorite. A Christmas Story. Okay. I don't think I've ever watched Christmas Story. Pretty good. Okay. I don't really, I don't know if I have a favorite. There's some good ones that are like, I, I would classify them as like, like a children one mm-hmm. versus mm-hmm. like an mm-hmm. adult one. Mm-hmm. And uh, like some of the children ones, like they'd probably be animated ones that I'd like, like, like the okay. Grinch or like, okay. you know, old school classics. The classics. As far as like adult one, I'd say like, what'd you say? What was the one you Love did? Actually? Love Actually. I like Great that movie. movie. I just can't all be the uh, the 50th person to say that it's my I favorite. Mean, like Christmas Story is good. I do, okay, all right. I think, you know, it might be my favorite Christmas movie, but mainly because it's, you know, I, in my head it's associated with being at home in the snow and the same time year, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, yeah. So, do you think something about Elf it. is a good Christmas movie? I've only, I only saw that like two years ago for the first time. I quite like it. I don't think it's great. People love it. I don't understand that. Like, but I'm the same obsessed. with Step Brothers. I don't get Step Brothers, why people love that so much. Step Brothers, again, I think is overrated. Yeah. But better than Elf. Spicy takes all around. El- Elf, I just, nice movie, a bit funny, also a bit ridiculous. Yeah, I'd, I'd like, say uh, that. Almost too ridiculous for me to take seriously. Yeah, I'd say that. It's too much. I, I mean, it's meant to be, but I, I, it's kind of why I think people like it. Look, moving on. What else have you been up to, DL? What I've got three other quick things to talk about that we've that I've been up to. Well... I rewatched the first 45 minutes of Dune. Oh, yeah, nice. And I was, God, I was engrossed. Yeah, it's amazing. I forgot how good it was. Mm-hmm. And I also have the Sonos speaker now. I didn't have that before. Fancy pants. It's very good audio. Christmas like the Friday? visual de- from years ago, but yeah, mm-hmm. the visual design was like awesome. Like I just forgot how cool that movie was. For so- I don't know. I, I did like it the first time, but I, but I really enjoyed it upon rewatch. And uh, I haven't finished it yet, but I plan on finishing it. And it got me really excited. Well, for- more to come well but, one of the things yeah. we're going to be talking about later i am going to hold out until we go to the cinema to rewatch it because i've only seen it the one time and i'm going to hold out for like either directly before or the night before we go to the cinema to see the second one to mm. rewatch it because i kind of want that magic again i get it couldn't wait just okay. i just saw it and i had a, i had a desire yeah that's fair enough well to, I, to watch it i had the same thing with the first thing i'm going to tell you about which is the second in the knives out mystery movies glass i haven't Onion. seen that yet and i watched it well, we watched it maybe a week ago now, and I genuinely really enjoyed it. Mm. Uh, I love Daniel Craig in that role. He's, you know, super flamboyant. He's very, his accent kind of winds me up after a little bit, but like, it's, it's really fun. Uh, and I think you'll like this one. It's kind of, a bit, it's a bit nihilistic in the sort of progression of this one compared to the last one. I think you'll really like it. Oh, I'm excited. Yeah. I, I love, you know, I love a murder mystery. We could even come back and talk about it one time. I think we should. Maybe both. Maybe we, we do should. Both. Yeah, we should. Oh, that'd be good. That'd yeah. be fun. Because that's enough. Like, that's the kind of movie where you could compare and contrast them. How about that? They're very Something different like movies. That. So that'd be interesting. I think you'll like it. Dave Batista's in that one as well, your favorite. One other thing, I finished God of War Ragnarok. I finally found time. Mm-hmm. I had about four different friends of the show who were all like, come on, finish already. We want to talk about it. And I was like, I, I don't have time. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's, I mean, just. You know, wow, wow, wow. Wow. It's amazing. 
what what like the story ended up being amazing? just just all of it it's what i said last time like it's in a good way more of the same from the first game yeah. and the story definitely evolves and it's it's interesting that i don't want to ruin anything for you i'll try and keep it you know as light and small as possible but you eventually see almost like a softer side to Kratos toward the end. And you're like, mm. I, if you ever play, I know you didn't play the originals, but anyone who has, yeah. you'll be like, how has this happened? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, where has this come from? And it's fun. And one thing I wasn't going to mention, I was going to bring up next in, uh, we'll come to actually, when we get to correspondences, hey, there's potentially got a War Ragnarok TV show on the horizon. So that's going to be fun. And the rumors for the next game are abound about whether it's going to be in Egypt or in the Mayan empire. So I'm down for all of those things. Give me have they not that immediately. Egypt yet? They touched on Egypt in one of the other games, but it's mm. not, it, it never kind of fully went there. So okay. that'll be fun. So many gods in Egypt to kill. Yeah, plenty. So many, all so, of them. So what is the premise, by the way? Is he just killing all the gods? So in the original games, yes, in the Greek gods, right? So he starts small, he kills Ares, the god of war. And then then- Small. Well, I mean, like that he's bound to Ares in the first game. Okay. Ares tricks him into killing his family so that he's his best general, effectively. And then it 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 escalates from there, and the final game ends with him killing Zeus. Right? But why is he killing these gods? In the first place, it's because Ares tricks him. So he's, okay. he's angry that Ares tricks him into killing his family. Okay. And then he finds out through the games that the other gods influence the things around him, and mm-hmm. he's being pushed and pulled by different forces, and he doesn't like that. He wants to create his own destiny. And then he finds out at the beginning of the third God of War game, I believe that he's actually Zeus's son mm. and he's obviously angry. So why not kill dad? You know, <laughs> I'm sure there's a reason I can't 100% remember. Yeah, this one time. Yeah, yeah. But in these ones, it's a case of, I don't want to give too much away for you, but it turns out that his son, Atreus, who's the most annoying character of all time, yep. at least to begin with, turns out he is in some way related to the war between the giants and the Norse gods, mm. which, you know, eventually brings around Ragnarok, et cetera, et cetera. Yep, yep, yep. So it's it's very interesting. And he's obviously trying to protect his son. At the same time, his son's a teenager and wants to go off and do his own thing. Yeah. It's yeah. it's really good. High, highly, couldn't recommend highly enough. I'm in. You should give it a go. Anything else? And have, what have you been up to? What have I been finishing up Sherlock Holmes, the book? Nice. How's it going? Enjoying it. Yeah. A lot of the little short stories. Yeah, yeah. Consumable. Not like a real like thoroughfare for this one because mm-hmm. it's like an aggregation of a bunch of short stories that then I put into a book. But uh, it's got to be excited. I'll probably I'll probably buy one of the other ones that are like more full novels. Have you read? Is, is the is it the Pink Room? Is that the one? I haven't read that one. Okay, all right. That's I think that's a short one. It's good. Okay. I recommend the Pink Room. Maybe it might be in this one. I don't think I did. You've seen the Benedict Cumberbatch Sherlock from BBC. I saw a few episodes. Well, the very first episode of that is based on that first book, okay. and it's kind of how the the mystery unravels in a very similar way, just okay. much more condensed in the book version. It's okay. good. It's highly highly recommend. Nice. Last thing uh, I've been up to is we finally got round to going and watching Avatar 2, the uh, now now they're in the water. <laughs> is it just a war for the water? No, it's it's a lot of similar things. <laughs> so I meant like a war for the tree, now it's a war for the water. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Okay. Except, well, I'll let you go and watch it. I, okay. I did like it, genuinely. It's a phenomenal spectacle. Yes. It's over three hours long. It's too it long. Yeah, it there is. are too many shots of this one, one of the Avatar children in the water going, ah, water. <laughs> and oh my God, by the time that was done, I was like, ah, water. 3D is amazing though. 3D is phenomenal. I give it that. Um, I did have some problems with it, which I'd love to talk to you about at some point when you get to go and see it. Maybe we could either do an episode or like a quick recap like this. Happily. It's good. I think you'll like it. It's better than the first one. Fuck me, it's better than the first oh, one. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's What's already on, apparently it's already on 1.4 
billion at the box office. So this could be the highest grossing movie of all time. Okay. It could get up there. I think the most at the moment is 2.5 or 6. I wouldn't, think. wouldn't know. From, re, from re-releasing the first uh, Avatar, it's up to like 2.6 billion. Oh, so the, oh, I thought you meant the first. Is, is the Avatar still the number one? It definitely is, yeah. Because like I say, it was Endgame, and then they re-released Avatar, then they re-released kind of Endgame, cheating. and they re-released Avatar, and now it's, I think it's 2.6 billion at the box office, which is a lot, yeah. a lot of money yeah. for just a movie that's very average. And, you know. 2.6 billion billion i released a youtube video about it we got some fun comments i'll it's come crazy, back to them at some point. it's crazy like the, you know like 2.6 billion in revenue from a movie uh, unreal well he did he did say about this new one i think it cost uh up, up to 400 million it's, it's close to being like the the most expensive movie of all time yeah it's, it's up there uh, and he basically said it needs to make a billion at the box office to break even which isn't probably that true but it would need to make a lot of money yeah. to break even but yeah, I mean, I plug for our YouTube content, by the way. Check us out on Podcast Assemble on YouTube. I released a YouTube video on this literally called, like, why should you give a shit about Avatar? <laughs> so if you're like DL and you're in, you know, you're not sure about seeing it or not, go and check that out and maybe I'll sway you. Give it a look. Well, look, DL, have you heard this week? Plenty to be There's so up. much that's been, I say yeah. this week, I mean the last, what, yeah, like four last weeks. Three weeks. To be fair, there was a, it was a dead couple of weeks and then yeah. a lot of stuff just kind of randomly. Kind of hit the fan all at once, yeah. right? Well, this week we have news about a bunch of areas. You, you, you can pick the odd one out from these. Okay. We've got Henry Cavill news. We've got Jeremy Renner news. We've got Spider-Man 2 on PS5 news. We've got Aaron Taylor Johnson news. Teasing me with some ATJ. ATJ? Aaron Taylor Johnson. <laughs> Aaron Taylor's Johnson. Taylor, sorry, I messed up my own joke. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Aaron Taylor's Johnson. Yes, I yeah. would love to hear about Aaron Taylor's Johnson. Do you Taylor want to start with Johnson. Taylor Johnson? Yes, yes. We can start with that. All right, okay. So did you hear this week? Actually, this is in the last couple of days. Apparently, ATJ has been tipped to be playing the next James Bond. Now, there are rumors, which IGN is reporting on, that the Bullet Train Kick-Ass and Craven the Hunter, I said Raven the Hunter, that's wrong, star has actually met with the Bond producers already about potentially starring in, in the films. I think he's... I mean, it doesn't really matter. He puts on the accent. Who cares? Well, maybe they'd make a Welshman. Isn't Daniel Craig technically Welsh? I don't know. Maybe, maybe like, they'd make in-character James Bond Welsh. I think he is. I don't, I don't think know. they would. It's... it's Mom, it, it's the Secret Service. It's the Brits. They'll probably do whatever they want. What do you reckon about that? Bit younger? Yeah. I think, like, you kind of have to go... Little younger super model. Super young to make it different yeah okay but i don't know like are they gonna just reimagine it great question how would you like to see james bond come I just back don't, is that, aren't they out of stories probably from the from the books more yeah. than likely but then like who cares like look at mission impossible like that shit's completely reinvented itself surely bond can do that you'd think <laughs> you, you don't think I, I don't i i guess like i think that it's harder to do when you don't have what like the weight of uh original content mm, that's true you know I reckon I'll, I reckon the best way for it to go personally would be to just pick specific elements like a bad guy or a setting where something interesting happens and use that as like a pivot point for a for a, a good story. Smorgasbord. Exactly. And just bring come back to it occasionally, you know, like just gives a little like No, I'm, not, I'm I'm cool with them going young. I would kind of like to see a James Bond like get his license to kill. Well, you kind of did at the beginning of Casino Royale. Did we? I forget. He didn't have it before. The very beginning of Casino Royale is like a 10 minute black and white scene where you see his first couple of kills. I'd like to see the buildup of like, and maybe this has already been done. I don't know. Yeah. I haven't seen all the Bond movies, but it'd be interesting to see him like, I'm sure he was a soldier at some point, right? What is his history? I, I don't know. But I believe he was. Yeah. Like see that He's kind a of naval stuff. soldier, maybe his origin story. 
Oh wow! Oh wow! 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 <laughs> going full full origins on yeah. this. I don't know if I want that. I think I'd prefer it to go the route of the Craig film. Maybe go a third of a movie where you're learning about you know how he got his first kills, and then I want to see James Bond. Oh, you know what they'll probably do? Mm. They'll probably do an origin story, and the very last scene will be him in like a, a fucking white tuxedo, uh, and he'll be like, "Martini shaken, not stirred." Yeah, scared. something and like that. Like, exactly. Oh my god, that's what I want. How did he get that? I bet he got it from his like mentor or something. That's, I want, I, I want what you're describing. Why do you this want is that? the story I want. That's terrible. No, that's what I want. That's awful. All right, moving on very quickly. Then, did you hear this week, Jeremy Renneman? Did you hear about this? Yeah. What a nightmare. I don't know how he did it. Well, apparently he was airlifted to hospital after uh, a snowplow incident. I'm going to say incident. That's what they we'll left it as. Like, what? Why is it so vague? Well, interestingly, right? Rumors are that it is being looked upon as a possible crime because these types of snowplows that he was using uh, apparently have failsafes in place to stop these exact kind of accidents. So, could someone have tampered with it? Could someone want to be the next Hawkeye? Are I'll you take, kidding? I'll take like, over his app. That's not actually a speculation. Seriously. Dead, deadly serious speculation right now. Like somebody has tampered with a snowplow to stop him, to kill him. All I know is that he's not going to be doing a Mr. Plow advert anytime soon. <laughs> that name again is Mr. Plow. Is that too soon? I don't understand like how one injures themselves though on a snowplow. I don't know either. Maybe he fell off and went under the wheels. Fell forward? Yeah, probably. Be like the worst thing you could do. Yeah, literally, yeah. Maybe he was like... I don't know. There was a bit of snow stuck in underneath it. I don't know. <laughs> you tell me. I don't know, mate. Anyway, moving the best. I saw his Instagram and yeah. it looks like he's I mean, we joking aside, all the best, mend. Jeremy. Yeah. Yeah. Like he, he's in a pretty rough condition, but hopefully he'll be back swinging them arrows in no time. Yeah. Don't expect to see Hawkeye in the MCU anytime soon. Wait, so he didn't die at the end of the Christmas special? Christmas <laughs> thing? Still haven't finished. <laughs> <laughs> Figured he was dead. Two years later. <laughs> Jeez. All right. Henry Cavill News. Did you hear this week, TL? He is now officially leaving his role as Superman. In in an announcement on Instagram, he put out a big old post where he was saying, effectively, he's had a a meeting with James Gunn and Peter Safran, the new guys running the DC shop, and they're going to take Superman in a new direction, which is hideously sad, coming off the back of the Witcher news. Yeah, I wonder, like, if he knew that before he made the Witcher call. When he was doing the, the... cameo and the reshoots for it he for sure did not know that he wasn't surely not of course I mean, not. He, he put out that big post been like i'm back baby yeah of course not and then they obviously there was like a shake-up and they bring in james gunn and he's like you're gone baby yeah i mean Sayonara. <laughs> oh, wow <laughs> that's, but, that's but, our new catchphrase but, you're gone baby so but to be fair like why do they have to keep it so black and white Aren't, isn't james gunn making a young superman so there could be a whole arc and then he could come back potentially i mean like it's why? all across multiple universes anyway so who cares i mean it's, look it's more like just a bunch of uncoordinated acts out of pretty much i would think so warner brothers <laughs> yeah well i think james gunn's trying to coordinate now mcu style now and so he's ripping all the band-aids off I, I just so. feel like you should keep you should you shouldn't be like oh he's done you should be like, he's for the foreseeable future. Or maybe you just, I guess you could always bring him back. Yeah, well, I guess you don't it's have more to tell anyone that yeah. he's kind of just like, uh, I'm not going to be doing this anytime soon, so don't, let's not keep anyone in the dark. Who knows, man? Like, he's he's a big old dweeb. Like, he said he was going to do the Warhammer 40,000 movie in this last week, so fuck knows what Is he's going to do next. Yeah, it's like the, you know, we get the little figures and you paint them. Oh, the Hasbro game? Yeah. He is a nerd. I know nothing about that franchise. That's I mean, so, who does? No. Only what, him. The only thing I can think about this is, is perhaps he'll come back and do, we talked about Kingdom Comes DC storyline a little while ago where all the superheroes are older, they've sort of retired and this new generation's coming through, but they're more brutal and mm. they're like killing people and stuff and the old generation have to come in and 
you know, give them a talking to and like, kind of like knock them down a peg. Rising. Yeah, kind of a little bit. <laughs> kind of a little bit. But you would assume it'd be better if it was in this. I can imagine them doing that in 15 years' time. Yeah, look. I'm more I, excited for this, by the way, than the new MCU stuff. All the stuff they're talking about with DC right now. With James Gunn at the front of it? Yeah, big time. The question is, is the Batman in it? As in Robert Pattinson's? Will he? Will that still be separate? See, there was a rumor that that, would, that, there was, a rumor that, that was a thing. They were trying to bring in Pattinson's Batman, but uh, James Gunn quashed that very quickly on Twitter during the week. So, Did he? Yeah, he was like, nah, it's his own thing. They're having their own time in the sun. Their Batman's going to be different. So I reckon they'll probably go a similar age to Pattinson, though. God, they, they can't do another Batman. Though. They could. They can't. They get, they've it got rid of Affleck. Come way later then. They've got rid of Affleck. They've got rid of Keaton. Way later. Yeah, maybe. I like, think yeah. you, can't, if you, you can't be like, yeah, I'm going to do my own thing and he'll have his time in the sun. Like, no, you shouldn't mention it at all then because that's like messed up to them. Well, they, people are just their... asking, aren't they? People are like constantly on Twitter. Like, yeah. James Gunn's pretty good on Twitter. He gets back to people. I would just be like, Pattinson is not my bat. Is not gonna, that's separate. Patton, Batten Pat. Is that, what do we call him? <laughs> I guess you could like, I Maybe you could you Pat call him Man. Pat and Bat. Batman. <laughs> I think you could I think you could have him be Batman, but just like in that universe, but not for a while. And have like small subtle appearances. He doesn't have to ha- carry a movie, you know. I, mean? I think personally. Can you imagine Pattinson wanting to do fifteen, twenty no. years of the same character? No, Absolutely. He doesn't. That's not. my point. So it would be like two or three, and maybe he dies and then it's over. Oh, kill Batman. All right. Well look, let's know what you guys think. Hit us up at Podcast Assemble on Instagram or the Podcast Assemble at gmail.com. Let us know your thoughts on who the next Batman's going to be. Yeah. TL's got some spicy takes. I do. Final bit of news before we move on then. Uh, Spider-Man 2 from PS5. I nearly said P- Spider-Man PS2 then. That's a long time ago. Is touted to be released in the fall of 23. So IGN is saying it's happening. There was a blog post by Sony saying they're going to stick to that. Insomniac going to stick to their promised release date. How pumped are you for this game that you've not played? Mm, pretty pumped. It was The other one was good. Which one did you play? The first one or Miles? Yeah, yeah it was good. Not Ma- Miles. I, I still can play Miles. I haven't played it yet. Do you want to borrow it? You got it I enough? already have it. Okay, right. Yeah, oh, yeah, you had it for ages. Yeah, I, had it. I just haven't played it. I just, uh, no, I, I'm excited for that. There's other games I'm more excited for. Ooh. For excited. sure. Maybe um, we can do a more excited, most excited video games of the year. Game, and I will, I will gladly play it. I'm pumped for that one. That's going to be a lot of fun. I do have one piece of news before you move Please. on. Please. Did you hear about... All the chaos before The Rock. It's all been slowly released. Oh, now that he's sorry. Not. We were just talking about yeah. Henry Cavill, the perfect segue. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So did you hear about the secret meeting <laughs> where he went above all the people and went straight to the CEO of Warner Brothers? No. To pitch the future of the DCU, which obviously has since been... Key, yeah, completely Where, where him and Henry Cavill, like all that stuff's kind of been known. Well, also, things have been released where he stipulated that he needed to have his tequila bar at the premiere with like a full bar of his tequila front and center at the premiere of the, of the movie selling his booze, all sorts of like, they were like, he's adding all these expenses. Like he was like a big part of the reason why it's have over a gym budget. Set. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Probably. I, uh, I could yeah. totally I, imagine. I, I totally. I, and all I want to say is I said this before when he was like, the DSC universe is going to be reshaped or whatever. What do you say? The hierarchy of power. Yeah, fucking something it's going to change. Hubris comes before the fall. Big time. I think this is the fall. We are witnessing the fall of Dwayne The Rock Johnson. I do not think he will be the... I think he's peaked. He will not be the movie star we think he's going to... He's been. He will not be the sa- have the same pull. I am. He will not have on board of the theory. same scope and scale. He's on the way down. I think there's a way around this. I think if he takes his chance and jumps on another franchise, which is already at the peak of its powers, and just comes back in, isn't 
the main character takes a side role and there is a really very easy answer to this. I don't think he has that in him though. If he just if he just allows himself to get past his little grudge with Vin Diesel and has a small role in the the final fast movies, which they won't be the final ones, but yeah. fast fast ten your seatbelt twenty five and fast eleven <laughs> something something pun on eleven. He he's back. He's back, baby. And then he's back at the peak of his powers. Like Hubris certainly agree. I think if he just could brush those off. But do do you think he will? He seems like the kind of guy that's got an ego. He's de- I mean, you think? Yeah. The people's champion has I an think, ego? I think he might not be able to do that. And well, that's my point. He's going to try and do another thing. Is I, I don't think this is looking good for him. Not to mention Joe Rogan recently called him out for doing steroids. Yeah. I, think I saw that, that. I think that things are saw that. falling apart for Dwayne. Well, it's very interesting before we move on. You say that. We are of, of a specific age generation who think that type of hubris is probably a bad thing. However, I was reading a very interesting article about him recently. This is how deep I get in nerdiness that he trends really well with the slightly younger age range than us. So we're saying 30 to sort of 18, all those people on social media love him, like love him. And that's, that's a huge part of social media at the moment. That's sort of like 50 ish percent of the social media users. There's obviously a huge, like older female generation who sit there and, I don't know, play Candy Crush and sit on Facebook. But that really active demographic, those those males, mm. they apparently love him. So I don't think he's going away anytime soon. I think he's I don't front think he's, and center. I don't, like, let me qualify this. I don't think he's going away. He's going to be... But he, the, the day of him being, like, the guy. Mm. To who, me, thinks the, who thinks the next guy? I don't know. <laughs> Aaron Taylor's Johnson? No. <laughs> like, and, and I guess, like... Because he, he's never been an arc, he's just been a draw, and I think he'll he'll still be a draw, but I don't think he'll be the top sure. draw the way he has been. It, it, like you get the Wayne in movie, they they think they're gonna blow up the box office, like that's the way it's been. Well, interestingly, uh, my favorite my favorite podcast, very similar themes and topics to this one. The the, the lead guy has a, a thing about Dwayne Johnson, and he says like he he really likes him, right? Mm. But he doesn't he he's never had that one defining movie. You look at Arnie, he's got the Terminator. You look at like Sly, he's got Rocky. You look at all the, the guys who were that mold, that big dude, um, mm. Bruce Willis, not, not a big dude, but action star, Die Hard. They've all got that one really defining role. Can you name a defining role of The Rocks? In fact, name five of his movies. I bet you can't do it. Whatever the fast ones are. Well, that's one. We'll count that as one. Yeah, we'll count that as one. The, the LA one where it's San Andreas. Okay. I only know that because from LA. Yeah, okay um jumanji okay um black adams what's that other one you maybe freaking watch well exactly the red notice well exactly the red notice yeah there you go bad movie um they're all yeah look i i'm not saying i, I don't disagree he doesn't have yeah. that defining role and but it's because he's the same guy in every movie well ex- yeah. the, well exactly yeah. i think he needs to team up with whether it's a james cameron or not that he would i'm just saying like i think he needs to find something where he it maybe isn't just himself in a movie mm. and do something outside of his comfort zone that's going to really push him because i think he could be a good actor like mm. he's got the chops for it he's got the charisma yeah like of, yeah of course he does so why not why not take you know a risk but he doesn't. He just wears the same Formula. shirt yeah. in the same jungle, you know, every time. And yeah. like, it's, it's almost his own genre of movies at this point. It is kind of. I do. I agree with that. I'm sick of him. Anyway, look, do you want to preface the main topic, DL? We're going to talk about our top five movies slated for 2023. Ooh. And I think also, Tommy, I'm going to propose to you on the spot that we also do a review of really our, our last year's top five. 
and, we, and we whether they should have. We can talk that very just quickly. quickly whether yeah, they yeah. should have been as high in our anticipation rankings. As Two they of were. mine didn't come out last year, so, so uh, same. That's uh, for, uh, same. But our main topic is, as you were saying, yeah. it is movies that we are most excited for, slated for release in 2023, yes. and we're going to try and not to talk about the ones we've already talked about last year, I believe. You said that. Okay, I'm But not, I, I will. You can do it if you want. It's because fun. it's all good. All right, okay. Quick, quickly then, what were your top five for last year? Uh, my first one was Thor Love and Thunder. Ugh. And I, you know, I'm going to blame you Ugh. for this, because like, and again, you did this again. You took like most of the good ones. Hey! So I'm, I'm left with, quite frankly, the runt of the litter here with Thor Love and Thunder. Was excited for it. Wasn't like probably my top. Definitely was more excited than I should have been, even so. We even can talk about well, my one Leads of mine the then podcast, was, yeah, yeah. My one of mine was uh, Doctor Strange: Multiverse of Madness. Okay, hours, shall yeah. we say? Fair enough. Between the two of them, which was your favorite? Oh, definitely Doctor Strange. No, yeah, they were both fine. Go on, what was the rest of yours then? Second one. Yeah, I don't know how I feel about this one because it was like oh, because, is it, is it? <laughs> because you took because you took all the good ones, I had to go deep. Is it ambulance? It is ambulance. <laughs> <laughs> and listen to our pod where we talk about Please, ambulance. Please, that's I, such a good. Pod. I kind of. I enjoyed it more than Thor. I mean, I, in hindsight, probably. Definitely, probably not the most, an- it shouldn't have been in my most anticipated. Mm-hmm. Again, I blame Tommy, mm-hmm. but I'm glad I watched it. Very, very like absurd Different. movie. Different. Yeah. I've got a very funny well, memory of that. That it was right at the very tail end of the COVID where yeah. a lot of people weren't going to the cinema still. Yeah. And we were walking to cinema. We'd paid, we'd paid good money to go and see this movie. And it was a, a crap ass cinema we saw it. And it was yeah. like the one shoved in the back corner. And there was just a kid who was just walking from cinema to cinema and he was like, what are you getting to watch? And we were like, and I was like, oh, it's just that new Michael Bay movie. And he was like, cool. Just walked in. <laughs> he had no idea who Michael Bay was. <laughs> Didn't pay for a ticket. Just, just wandered in. Anyway, sorry. Go on. Anyway, Michael Bay going to Michael Bay. And uh, this movie did have moments of that. But overall, I would give it a worth watching. Okay. Because right, of how ridiculous Jake Gyllenhaal was. He was just pulling out of his bag. He was literally. He was just having fun. He was on the bag. Yeah, anyway. Um, so what was your second one? My second, my, well, my first second one was The Batman. Okay. Which I would say is probably fair. the best movie out of the ones I've got here. Yeah, fair. Yeah, and your next one? Uh, Black Glasses, which I didn't even watch. Oh, we didn't get to see that. Yeah. I wanted to is watch that. Is it out? That. Did I think it come so. out? I think it came out. Adding it to my IMDb list. Give it a go. But uh, yeah, so obviously I wasn't anticipating it that much Clearly. because I never watched Clearly it. Clearly forgot about it. My next one is a movie which actually got pushed back to this year. Didn't want to talk about it again, but is Cocaine Bear. So, <laughs> you mean for the third time? Oh man, I'm so excited. It's coming out this year. It's yeah. in March. It's definitely. But like you talked about it like, re- on, like a podcast recently. Like. I'm so excited to go see that movie. What's your third one? My third one was. That, that was my third one, Black Glasses. My fourth one was God. And this is a, you know, I was down Scraping. in depth. Jurassic Park Dominion. <laughs> Still made a billion dollars at a box office. Well, Just saying. As we said, there's a gap in the dinosaur market. Well, my next one is your favorite movie of the year. And I was most excited for it. And yeah. then we saw it with our partners who hated every second of it. It was The Northman. Yes. So you did take all the good ones. Good movie. Yeah. Hard watch. I would watch I'm it. not running back to watch I, I it. I would watch it again. I would, but in, in five per- years' time. I would watch it again. Okay. Final one. 
Well, my final one is going to lead us into the next. Oh, okay, well, I'll go first. Yeah, you go, go, you go my first. My final one was one that didn't get released. So it was Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse Part 1, which we did just get a trailer for this week, which we'll talk about in correspondence. DL, what's your final one? My, and your my most final one is a good transition because it's still in anticipation. I'm counting in my list. Okay. Uh, is Killers of the Flower Moon. Oh. Do you remember? What? Why have we not heard anything about this movie? I think he's gone to Amazon. It's gone to Apple. Oh, Apple. Apple. Oh, so wow. So the, the three-month oh. free trials they keep giving me will finally go save to use. It. Yeah, save it. Jeez, Louise. They, they don't want me to pay for this service. Clearly don't. Yeah. I've Apple, got six months for my new work too laptop. much money. Stop laying people off. Make me pay. No, actually, keep doing the other thing. I, 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 I want the free. No, don't stop laying people off. That's not good. <laughs> So talk to me a bit about this movie. Uh, it is an uh, upcoming American Western crime drama edited and produced by Martin Scorsese. Directed and produced by Martin Scorsese. Wowza. So crime. Not edited. Drama. Western. I think we literally had this conversation. My favorite combination. Very, very excited. Um, it talks about kind of the uh, FBI and how it was formed. Um, Ooh. Really like nothing like, sorry, everything to write home about. Uh, Robert De Niro. And Leonardo DiCaprio for the first time gracing the screen together with Martin Scorsese. Is he just going to be sat in a chair rocking backwards and forwards? I don't know. He's not, he's not that mobile anymore. I can't imagine him really? jumping on a horse. Is he? He's not. You saw, you saw The Irishman. I, I, perpetually on my list. I've never watched it. <laughs> I thought you watched it over like no, six no, no, days. No, 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 oh, no, no, right. no. I thought I was going to. He's not in great shape these days. Anyway, um, Jess Plummons, Lily Gladstone, Leo. Look, I'm really, really excited. It's a true story, nice. crime mystery, Western. We've talked about it before. It's like it's out in March, I think, or maybe May. March is a big month for movies. It's either May or March, but either way, there's not even been a trailer. Oh, really? Yeah. Maybe well, Scott says he's taking his time. Yeah. Anyway. I can't say his name apparently. That's awesome. All right. Uh, I think we've talked about that before, so I will go on to my first one then. And my first one is a terribly titled movie, and I wonder if they'll change it on the lead up to it coming out. It's movie sixty five. Now this is slated for March tenth, and it's it's Adam freaking Driver and dinosaurs, man. Like what more do I what more do I need to say? There's nothing else you need to say. We talked about this. Yeah. Like we've we've said there is like a big old gap in the market for a realistic dinosaur something that isn't Jurassic Park. Doesn't it even be realistic? Just there's a gap in the market for dinosaurs. There's a gap in the market for dinosaurs. I look, think I think realistic for sure. I didn't realize this movie is being produced by Sam Raimi. It is. So there's going to be some horror elements. It's been written by the guys who not only wrote the Quiet Pl- a Quiet Place, also rise of the planet of the apes it's got potential man it's got serious potential yeah. why is no one talking about this goddamn movie it's dinosaurs adam driver i the one thing <gasps> the thing that scares me about this movie yeah is the fact that no one's talking about it mm, is it not all- being pr- promoted because like they know it's a stinker i feel like the trailers only just come out though and it's not out till march so i mean yeah i guess it's got a bit of time you think you'd have heard more about it sam Remy, adam driver dinosaurs i don't know I will some well interestingly uh, Adam Driver isn't actually a huge pull at the dr- the box office. If you look at outside of Star Wars, everything else at a box office, he doesn't make a lot of money. He's a little bit indie, he's a little bit like quirky. I don't think that he, it's not that he does I think he chooses projects that are not meant to make money by making a billion bucks. That's not how you become a jar at a box office. Spending 400 million. He his his, <laughs> his movies make like that, why do you think Rock chooses like, the movies he chooses? I reckon he no, but I reckon he, his movies cost like five million and make like two hundred. Sure. So the the profit margin is higher potentially or as high, but just without as much capital. He's a more efficient money maker potentially. All right. Very quickly, then uh, a spaceship crashes to what we assume is Earth, a planet, and it turns out that it's 
65 million years in the past. So we don't know if Adam Driver is an alien crashing on Earth in a humanoid form, whatever that might be. It looks cool. <laughs> that sounds conspiracy. I'm so completely... My brain just went wild yeah. when I read the synopsis. I was like, what could this synopsis be? Synopsis were firing there. So many times. All uh, right, what's your second one, dude? I, I kind of want to just talk about this Adam Driver movie a bit more before I give you it, but do you, like one quick thing. Please. Do you think that they should have, like not made the movie spoil the fact that there's dinosaurs in it and have the fact uh, that there's dinosaurs in it be a twist that would have been very cool i think it would have been fucking awesome i think if you made the trailer like a horror trailer like like he's getting yeah. yanked and he's you don't know what it is you're not sure what's in the like background get out kind of they did kind of or, sorry not get out nope the the best scene in the movie is bound to be that one where they're looking in a direction they're backing away from something and they're both like he's pointing his gun and then a lightning bolt flashes and there's just a t-rex behind them you mean the one that they literally stole from that's, lost world that's what i'm saying that's <laughs> gonna be the best best yeah. like image of the movie that's gonna be it and i reckon they've kind of given it away too soon so maybe i yeah. can imagine this having well like it's bloody sam raimi give it them horror vibes make it look a bit weird but i think they've probably gone like oh gap in the market dinosaurs we yeah probably, i think they did exactly what we, we probably need to do. yeah we probably need to show the dinosaurs yeah. in this fair enough but i thought it'd be really cool if like that was a you know a twist anyway my second one yes um i am going to go with and this is we're not going like one to five ranking we're just, no no, yeah. no there's no I, i'm gonna go with ant-man and the wasp Quantumania. Ooh, all right, all right, all right. You were saying to me earlier, off air, we do talk off air. We do. That you think the there's a couple of duds coming up for the MCU. Yes, and this is the lone one that I think will not be a dud. Interesting. It is uh, directed by Peyton Reed. He's done the other ones, yeah. the other Ant-Man. He's also done uh, iconic films such as Bring It On. I don't know Ooh. if you ever... Bring it, bring it on <laughs> i do great movie classic 90s great movie or is it early 2000s either way i think it's 90s at this point maybe early 2000s but uh anyway we've got him him directing we've got uh jonathan majors obviously returning that's what i'm excited King for the Conquer- I, of course paul rudd and evangeline lily yes i did not know he's now got name. a karen haircut she does have a karen it's haircut. not a good not a good trip yeah um and william jackson harper bill murray bill murray yeah there is Spoilers. one shot of him in the trailer. Spoilers. Um, I'm excited to know what he's going to do. I wonder if he's going to have like a, a jack-in-the-box, like om- almost like Zombieland. He's going to be there for a second and then he's out. Kind of feels like it will be that. Maybe. But uh, Michael Michael Douglas as well. So the, the cast returns. And by the way, this is like a pretty good cast. Great cast. Right? And even like previous Ant-Man movies were pretty good cast. Even the, like this ensemble security team, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. big actors, right? Very true. Um, you're Pena. not a fan of the Ant-Man movies. Um, I feel this could be the one that brings it around. I don't have to stretch. I don't. That's not a stretch for me to say that. I'm not. No. You're not a fan. <laughs> the ones uh, I skipped when I rewatched all the movies. Re- really? With, with you, the partner. Yeah. That's crazy because they're better than a lot of phase mm, two. No. Yes. No. Yes. If Ennis, the partner really liked Thor, Thor the second Thor movie. There's like so called. many bad Thor movies. The Dark Elves Thor movie. The terrible so, like, movie. Taste is very different. Terrible movie. You should have let her watch Ant-Man. You deprived her of Ant-Man. I didn't she would have liked it. She would have liked it. All that right. was selfish. All right. Um, I'll make her watch this one and we'll, we'll go back and watch the other ones. Yeah, you should. Uh, the reason I'm excited is because I am of the opinion that Ant-Man's always like overperformed for the level of like the quality of the movie mm-hmm. was always better than the mm-hmm. gravity mm-hmm. at which was at stake for the MCU. It's never like it stakes, was always yeah. like a little like footnote in what was going on. It was, size yeah, a little. <laughs> thank you. I was waiting for you. <laughs> I, I set it there. up there. Someone's got to go. Yeah, there. it was. It was always like uh, rather petite. Yeah, okay, rather okay. minuscule, rather yeah. ant-like in it's, its yeah in its scope. Um, 
It's interesting because I feel like he's always been like almost a solo character in these. Like in the first one, he was yes. trying to get with Hope, and in the second one, he was yeah. He had his daughter, but she was never like in peril. Yep. Whereas in this, you see it's a real family dynamic, and yep. obviously the daughter's in peril, he's in peril, and he's not just going to be shrinking and be, make, be, having a joke of being kid size anymore. It's like they're all small. Yeah. They're all in the quantum. Uh, zone. When everybody's small, yeah, everyone's tall as well. I think it's so, gonna be a lot of fun. I think that. It's really, Ant-Man's traditionally been underrated and it feels like he's finally going to get his due. He's going to get an MCU, like, influencing trajectory story. Could it be a swan song? Or Ant-Man. Could this be the end of Ant-Man? That's, I hope not. Paul Rudd's hilarious. He is Um, That's my third point. He's a really funny guy. I can't wait. I'm excited. What's your number two? I like seeing a funny guy doing a serious movie. And I think this is going to be a serious movie. Yeah. It'll have comedic moments at the beginning. Yeah. Like you see in the trailer, it's got, you know, the, hey, Spider-Man. I, I think it's going to be yeah. deadly serious. And also Jonathan Majors. Yeah. And I can't Cam- wait to see him as Kang. the Conqueror, like really excited to see what happens here. Yeah. yeah. Big for all his movies. Big for those final Avengers movies at the end. Great. Okay, so my second movie, Slate's come out on the 22nd of July, is the brand new Chris Nolan movie, Oppenheimer. Now, we've only just had a couple of trails for this recently, and it has... Everyone in Hollywood in it right now. It's got <laughs> Killian Murphy. It's got Florence Pugh. It's got Emily Blunt, Matt Damon, Robert Downey Jr., Rami Malek, Josh Hartner. I can go on. I can go on. It's an epic cast, right? How uh, many of them are going to have like three lines? Oh, probably one. You know? Like all of them. Yeah. Uh, Killian Murphy is the main character and he is playing the father of the atomic bomb, uh, J. Robert Oppenheimer. He looks, he looks different. He's got, he looks gaunt in this, like yeah. you would do if you were forced to make an A-bomb. And it's so interesting. It's basically a biopic. Um, and it's going to take you through, you know, up to them effectively launching the initial atomic bomb and how he had all these reservations and, you know, he thinks he's destroyed the world, etc. This is going to be super interesting. It will be. This, this is going to be a real spectacle. Yeah, it will be a spectacle. And it will be a spectacle because, of course, Christopher Nolan's going to, like, do the bomb explosions for real. Did you see that? He did. Uh, yeah. He I'm sure. I didn't did. even know that, but I'm sure he yeah. would. Like, he'll do some he, crazy thing. He recreated the yeah. first nuclear detonation without using CGI. Yeah. Like, of course. What on yeah, earth? Of course. Cause, Christopher like, Nolan. Because he... Cause, you had to crash a plane in the last movie, yeah. and now this. Like, he's because, just escalating. Because it's a biopic, and he's how is he... The only thing he can do that's within his like crazy you know spectacle wheelhouse is that do you so, reckon the next movie he does he'll be like blowing the moon up or some shit I think <laughs> like he'll ha- maybe he's a super villain and the we next just haven't movie, realized yeah it will be like some kind of time inversion <laughs> thing because he he hasn't done that for two movies then. Well, well that's no no well that's my question uh, how do you think he's going to invert time in this I, <laughs> I don't think he will he did it I, in all his movies I think that no I think that this will be kind of more like Dunkirk and we'll see like I think it's it's good he's doing this because I think he you know a lot of his movies don't have like character driven mm. storylines and I agreed. just I'm excited for him to kind of work on that <laughs> yeah agreed. you know like and, and that's on, that's the yeah. only way I can see him taking his movies up just yeah. to that superior I level I think he gets his characters right he's like Spielberg level I, I think that's why Inception was one of the best yeah movies he's done because it's actually you know there is some character drama in that that's real and if you guys don't know Go check out the rest of our episodes. We have an anthology running in the background that we yeah. come back to every few months where we watch one of our favorite directors, which for the moment is currently Chris Nolan taking way longer than I thought it was going to. <laughs> we should We're going that. through, uh, I'm going to say most of his movies. We'll probably pick one or two more before we try and get into Oppenheimer. This is coming out on the July 21st, so we need to squeeze a couple more in. We do. Maybe we, we do. could just club all the Batman together. We could. 
I mean, I'd be down to watch them all on the weekend. Yeah, it's just a, it's just a lot to cover in one <laughs> it's hour. It's a lot to or cover. Or two hours, but we can we can try. What's your third? My third is this is going to be a quick one. Not much is known about it. Okay. Um, Bo is afraid. Okay. Have you heard of it? Nope. TBD around arrival. We okay. don't know when, but not much is known about this movie other than Ari Aster. It's his new film. The guy that did Midsommar. Yep. Yeah, and yeah. Hereditary and other kind of really, really freaky, different yeah. horror movies. He's into his horror. That are very, very like out there and unique. Um, it's starring Joaquin Phoenix. Oh, that's so great. you know it's about to get weird up in here. Yeah, and if it wasn't, well, that's a for, really cool mix of director actor. If it wasn't for Ari Aster with Joaquin Phoenix, you you now know it's going to get weird. Yeah, it does. And uh, all that we really know is that he's referred to the movie, which was previously working titled Disappointment Boulevard, as a that's four a great name. A that four, should be the name of this podcast. <laughs> yes. <yeah, seriously. laughs> there were so many jokes I could have made your there. Sex t- sex I, I was just that sort of. Ah, uh, you getting there. At this Boulevard. Hashtag maybe your sex tape. Still your uh, joke for once. The as a it's actually going to be a four hour nightmare comedy. Also not the name of your sex tape. Um <laughs> yeah, no, that is. Uh, not four hour. No, no. Change that to second. So prepare to feel a bit, you know, unsettled. Four hours is a long time. Unsettled and uncomfortable. Maybe because you have to pee, maybe because the movie's scary. I don't know. That's one of the things I was gonna yeah. say about Avatar 2. Yeah. I know you don't like going to Bring the bathroom. A yeah, you don't like going to the bathroom during yeah. goddamn yeah. movies. I, I had to. Yeah. It's just too long. So you're saying do it during the kid water scene? Yeah, at any time when they're building up the. We live in the water now. It's just, all the same. The water. <laughs> the water now. <laughs> all right, my next one's going to be a quick one as this well. Is degrading. My next one: Dungeons and Dragons parentheses. Uh, it's actually H O N O R. So I mean, I know it's the American spell, but it's, to me, it's Honor, honor among thieves. Uh, it's honor among thieves. Uh, it's uh, slated for the thirty-first of March. It's been directed by John Francis Daly and uh, Jonathan Goldstein. Who, when you hear that they were the writers of Spider-Man: Homecoming, and Goldstein directed Game Night with Jason Bateman, you think this is going to be a lot of fun. You would hope. And I've only seen the first trailer. He's got Chris Pine. He's got Michelle Rodriguez. Uh, Hugh Grant's in there. It just looks like a lot of fun. It does. And we talked about this, um, I think, when we were doing the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special. Movies don't have to be setting up 50,000 more movies and have to be... Although sick, this probably is. Which it absolutely is. Yeah. But <laughs> it just looks like a lot of fun. There's great humor in it. It's got old mate Chris Pine, who I thought... Chris Pine slash Pratt slash Evans. They're all... Well, no, this is the one who's apparently incredibly vain. <laughs> apparently Chris, Chris Pine IRL is just like... Why do you say that? Just, uh, is this just reports about in, it? In, insider information. He's yeah. apparently a bit of a just like a, a douchebag. Yeah. And if you want some other insider information, apparently John John Ham has a massive schlong. Um, I've heard of that. Yeah. Why have I heard? It's of a that thing. Um, look, it just looks like a lot of fun. It, it looks charming. It's going to be funny, and you've got this band of unlikely adventurers. Maybe we're not going to call them heroes. They undertake a, a heist, but turns out to be for the wrong people to steal a relic, mm-hmm. and they've got to go and steal it back. I think it just looks like a lot of fun. Hey, it does. Yeah, it, it looks fun. Now, what's your fourth deal? We got two more. Two more. Um, each. My fourth is, and I was—I'm not going to say scraping the barrel, but I am excited for it. I am reticent to say that it'll be like game changing. Yeah. But Mission Impossible: Dead Reckoning. Down, I was—I don't know why you're saying this. I'm so excited for this movie. Uh, well, it's in my five anticipated. Most it's, anticipated. It's more, but it's mainly. Uh, 
you know, it's how's another, Tom Cruise going to kill himself next? Exactly, I know. it's another Tom Cruise movie where he's yet again Trying doing the most dangerous yep. stunt ever. Yep, and I'm excited. To you see know, this yet one. again, like he does it himself. Did you the, see he, he released like a YouTube clip of him like thanking everyone for coming back to cinemas to see Maverick? Uh, whatever it's called, Top Gun Maverick. It's a good movie. And, and he, he did it while he's like just jumping out of a plane. Just like casually. You're like, how, keep, how are you keep, not dead? But keep doing it. Yeah. yeah like, don't honest stop. to God. Yeah. Don't stop. Like, I want to see I'm, it. I'm like, I've come full back swing, like full back around oh, to I've being a fan of Tom Cruise. Full 360 on yeah. this. Love like, him. there was a time where he was like, creepy. So, like, untouchable for me. Like, I just don't want to see you in a movie. Yep. Right? 100%. And I'm totally back the other way. And par- even like seeing interviews of him back in the day when he was like crazy and like full, not that he isn't now, but was full I mean, Scientology, yeah, full Scientology, published public about it. Katie Holmes era. Kate, I was going to say the Katie K- Holmes era. There's like a weird little spell in the middle where Katie yeah. Holmes was in there. There's a whole interview where like he's apparently gone, he goes crazy on a guy. Yeah. Um, There's but, a few of those. But when I went back, you know, he was like arguing about like the pharmaceutical industry, like a lot of the stuff he was talking about. Is actually like completely true. Dude, how far off the block are we getting here? I don't know. But my, come, come back. Come my, back point, to my point being is even, even the stuff then that I, when I watch it, I, I, he's completely changed my like I, uh, I guess my view. The zeitgeist around him for me. Um, anyway, well, that's, that's fine coming from an Andrew Tate fan. We all we all know you're a fan of him. So, oh <laughs> dude, he got owned. Anyway, the film also features uh, Eugene Kitt- Kittredge, um, Henry Zerzane. And the former director of the IMF from the original Mission Impossible. Yeah, it is. Apparently. He's back, isn't he? So look, it's a team back together. It's yeah, it's everything mean, you want from Mission the Mysterious Impossible movie. Seventh uh, installment has a really, really cool trailer as well. So go watch so it. So cool. That's mainly why I'm excited. for Is it. this in two parts? Is this yes, a two it's part, part movie? one? Yeah. Okay. Cool. I'm Mad Endgame vibes. Truly excited. For this. Everyone's, everyone's Infinity doing this War vibes. I should say. Yeah, it's going to be fun, man. I'm excited for that movie just to see how he tries to kill himself next. Yeah. My next one, then, is Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Now, we talked about the MCU been in a bit of a lull over the last couple of years. I think Ant-Man comes out, Guardians of the Galaxy comes out. I think everyone's going to be pumped again. Like, everyone's going to be, like, back up top. I agree. It's unfortunate the Marvels comes after that. It's not something I was going to say, then for the next for. two years, you'll be very disappointed. You say that, I think... Dude. I, I was reading an article the other day that's saying they're thinking about cutting out some of the content going to Disney+, Plus, going for quality over quantity. I think it's a good idea. Uh, this is going to come out on May 5th. It's obviously James Gunn. It's his MCU bow, which is nice. It's bringing the whole team back together. You've got Chris Pratt, Zoe Saldana, uh, Bradley Cooper, Dave Bautista, Karen Gillan, uh, your favorite Vin Diesel, Palm Clentif. But also it's adding a few interesting characters, including the High Evolutionary and Will Poulter as Adam Warlock. So mm. in the comics, Adam Warlock, he's big in the, inf- interestingly, in the Infinity Stones, uh, the Infinity Saga, interestingly, because he should have the Soul Stone in his head. Um, that should be him. Uh, but in this, he looks like he's just a pretty buff dude who's got some cool superpowers. So mm. he's, they're obviously going to fight for a bit and then be mates. We get that. <laughs> but um, there's going to be so many extra layers to this. They're searching for Gamora. There's uh, finding out about Rocket's past. There's somebody's going to die. Get it in me. Get in my veins immediately. Somebodies, I would say. I think it's going to be more than one. Yeah, somebodies. I got a, I got a feeling it's going to be more than one humans. Uh, humans. Maybe, more than one of those characters that's going to be. Maybe. I'm excited. I, do you think uh, Chris Pratt might die? You mean Chris Pine? <laughs> are we back on... Star Trek? Are we, are we, are we back <laughs> to Dungeons and Dragons? Uh, yeah. I don't know if Chris Pat, Pratt will die, but if he did... That'd be an interesting twist. 
there's one less person in the MCU that I care about, which would suck because there there's not many left. Well, they've said quite clearly that this is the end of this galaxy, guys of the galaxy team. Yeah, but the right? team could like reassemble with Chris well, Pratt. Still well, in they, it, right? they could go for a different different directive. I definitely think that Rocket's going to die. I've got a strong feeling about that. I thought Dave Bautista might die for a little while as as Drax, but then it would be really interesting if someone else were to go. Like you look at Nebula, like her arcs pretty much. I think Nebula's toast. She, yeah, I think Bautista's toast. Yeah, I do not think Drax dies. Oof, my take. Spicy take. I think there could be another one that goes, but I don't think it's him. Okay, all right. Yeah. You want to put your money on right now? If I was, are we going over under two? If you're a betting man, let's say you've got the two down already. You've said so. There's rocket and there's so. Uh, if Nebula. there's three, who's the third? Who's the third? Um, yeah, it's got to be uh, Gamora. Gamora, really? Yeah. Wow. All right. Actually, I thought, I thought she's an interesting one to move forward with because she's like a fish out of water. Actually, that's a good point. I'm not going to say. I, I don't think. I guess if Gamora doesn't die, then I don't think Peter does either. So it, who is it? Then the then it's the. I think Peter dies. You, you, you Pete, made such good, such good argument before. <laughs> I don't think Peter dies. I can't argue with that. I don't want him to die. I don't want him to die, but I just got. I a think feeling. there's two. I, I over under the over under is two, and it's a hard one to pick the over on. Well, it's not going to be Mantis. Well, all right, there yeah, you go. We just found die. out that Mantis is Peter's half sister. Yeah, I think one of them's got to die. So maybe Mantis. That well, that that's why I was thinking, um, Gamora might die because then they have a family, and that's like an arc of its own thing, and they can carry on with that arc. But it's a different Gamora, so she won't remember any of the stuff they went through before. No, I'm talking about Mantis and, and Peter having a little family dynamic. Yeah, well, well, I, I, I'm going to go on a limb and say it's going to be Mantis. If it's three, it's got to be Mantis. Yeah, agreed. All right, what's your final one? That was a big tangent. Sorry, guys. Um, That's a little bit. I love the speculation. Uh, we haven't been that excited about a Marvel movie, by the way. It's yeah. so long. Well, and it's just, I hate to say it, but it's going to be short-lived. There's these two movies, then Loki, and I don't care about anything else even even the avengers movie they announced it's like oh, that's in phase six that's ages away they'll build to that that's yeah. the big culmination of but like did you see the title kang dynasty yeah that's great mm. that's gonna be that's gonna be kang's big fucking showdown mm. i think some of the tv shows are gonna stand out i've got a good feeling about some of those what if too what if will be great which is like that if i'm wanting if i'm excited about that as my third it's a dangerous game. I'm currently playing. blanking on any of the TV shows that I'm currently. It's oh, Daredevil! I'm because they don't have names. So excited! No, the for TV the TV shows actually look good. Loki, Daredevil. There was another one as well that I was like, oh, there's that's a cool. couple. Yeah. I've my head. What just if? Yeah. Right now. Um, anyway, if? moving on. Final my one. Final one. Dune two. Oof. Could have seen that coming, huh? We're back, baby. Um, why? Well, yeah. Why, Dre? I mean, the first one was so fucking epic. I mean, come on, so epic. Something about. Timothée Char- Charlemagne. How do you say his Timothée last name? Timothée Charlemagne. How do you say his last name? You said it. Is that it? That's his name. How do That's you how na- we will forever be known. How do you name your kid Timothée that? Timothée Charlemagne. How do, you, how do you name your kid something like that? Because like, if he doesn't pan out as an actor, it's a suck. It, it's, it does not. Could not be a, a stage fun. name. It's not a fun name. No, you reckon? Really, he's getting beaten up in school a lot. Yeah, you reckon it but is. But he wasn't. He, it but, could be a stage name. It's a bit like, actually, we're living in the 21 John Street era. It might be like that. Like, do you remember when they went back to school, right? And yes. Channing Tatum's like. I'm the big guy. Everyone's yeah. going to love me, but it's actually Jonah Hill that everybody loves because he's, you know, he's in touch with his feelings and, yeah, yeah. and he's, he's a bit geeky. So maybe Timothy Chalamet is like the king of high school. He probably would be. That's not even my point. Just Timothy Chalamet. Like you still, still get made fun of. But um, <laughs> even if it was a kindly, the the point I'm making is he, he just got that. He got that movie star. He got that quality vibe. Even though I don't know if he's a good actor yet. I think he's good for this role. 
I haven't. I, he's played comedic roles in that "Don't Look Up" thing, which was pretty funny. Oh yeah, that's true. Um, but I haven't seen him do much more. I'm gonna say he is a better, newer Robert Pattinson. I think if Robert Pattinson hadn't done the two big franchises he was in, he'd chosen slightly better than Harry Potter and Twilight. I reckon he'd be in. This the, is what he would be doing. This is yeah. what he'd be doing. Yeah, he'd be fair. he'd be this now. That, or, that, or, or, Ten years on. That's fair. He years took on a big now. break after being super. Well, he, to be fair, he break. did it. He just he just made movies no one saw. I didn't see any of them. Yeah, he was making movies yeah. yet. Uh, anyway, we've talked about the lighthouse. Go uh, back and listen to our interview with old mate Jamie. Yeah, and we need we need to watch that movie. We need to watch that movie. He's he, he basically beat us down. Um, tell me more. Excited to see how they build in the uh, what are they called the math mathematicians. Basically, they get rid of like the Bene Gesserit? No, that's the almost like the secret society. They're the witches, aren't they? They're like the yeah, witchy style voice characters. They're going to do more with that. Excited for that. I'm excited to see how they play with the mathematicians and build that out. So there's the in this in this world, they get rid of computers. Oh yeah, I remember because this. they of some like great past war where like they had to go against machines. They've like eliminated them. It's from the society. future from the Terminator. I yeah. understand. Yeah, and uh, the guy like the mathematicians are all weird and like. <laughs> Like have they're these, all fucking nerds. They're all, no, they're all like, <laughs> yeah. Don't do maths, guys. Yeah, they have glasses. No, they they oh the uh, the, the eyes. They yeah, dilated the eyes. eyes and yeah, then like yeah, bald. So I'm just. I think they're gonna build some of that out. They're gonna build out more of this Men- like mentats. Yeah, mentats or something. Mentatses or something. And they're gonna build out more of this like uh, you know prophecy stuff and the visions, which we got a taste of. And then obviously Zendaya is actually gonna have a role. In yeah, this I mean, one. <laughs> you'd hope. Hopefully she's there rather than in like you know, visions. Like, and honestly, man, I'm worried for Tom Holland, man. Another short white dude on set Ooh, with geeky, like geeky white lo- dude with like geeky long wavy hair. Like, well, watch out, man. I just don't. I don't see Timothy Chalamet <laughs> being that guy. I feel like he's just too chill. I think he just does whatever he wants. I think he's probably a fuckboy. Yeah, probably. And I don't think Zendaya has time for that. So, moving on. The other thing I'm excited for, Florence Pugh coming in as the Emperor's daughter. Oh, yeah. Which is not, in the original book, a big role. In fact, it's not a role at all. Really? So this is new for this movie? This is new for this part. Like, it's not supposed to be... I'll make Villeneuve like, we need to get this one. We need yes, to get her yes, in the movie. Yes. Let's keep it's, let let's keep let's keep Timothy Chalamet away from Zendaya yeah, yeah. by bringing in. I wonder else. if there's gonna if the way they introduce it is a love triangle, like it's almost like a peace offering, and he has to debate. I don't know how. Oh, the emperor kind of goes, yeah. "Hey, hey!" He's seeing that they're gaining steam, yeah, and he you guys to, could, you know, you could I, have everything. I don't, I don't know. That's Things a will good get interesting. Um, Christopher Walken as the emperor. Walken, how good. I wish I could do his accent. I I'm literally, not, I'm, he's I can't, so I'm good. Try. I rewatched the other day. Do you remember when he did that Fat Boy Slim video and he's yeah. just like flying? Fuck, I what on about earth? That. But so good. Nah, I forgot about that. I literally love that. Famous, famous. That that would have probably been on my list as well. I think that's one of the ones that you just can't be like. Yeah, Oppenheimer would have been on mine. What was the other one you did? Well, um, I give you my final one before yeah. we we do we do that mix up. My final one is one we talked about actually quite recently, and it is releasing on June 30th. It is Indiana Jones and that was Dial it. of Destiny. Yes, this is the one. Now, this is director James Mangold, and I love this, right? So that's the dude who did Logan. He is just all over these older dudes. That's weird. He, he is just all over these movies with a slightly <laughs> older dude, and there's, you know, loads of different dimensions to it. Amazing. And the interesting thing about this is saying that is it's the first Indiana Jones movie, which is not going to be helmed by Steven Spielberg. Mm. So this could be the Renaissance it needs, like without, you know, no, no shade on Steven Spielberg, but like his, 
recent history is not great in terms of the box office. I don't know. Did you see West Side Story? Neither did I. Uh, but this he is obviously West Side st- Story. Yeah, he he did a cinematic version. I yeah. would have seen it, but you didn't even know about it exactly. Yeah. And it's Steven Spielberg too. Look, this is starring Harrison Ford, Antonia Banderas, uh, Mads Mikkelsen, Phoebe Waller-Bridge. What a cast, man! Like mm. what a cast. And I'll give you a, an interesting fact about this is that they will apparently address why old mate, um, oh, what's his name? Shia. Why old mate Shia LaBeouf isn't in this movie. And I'm so excited to hear what to say about yeah. this. Yeah, it'll be interesting. I don't know. He was swinging through the trees and he, he just <laughs> fell out of the tree and hit his head on a rock. <laughs> now he's dead. <laughs> now, uh, now he's in asylum somewhere. Like, it's going to be great. Like it's Nazis again. It's all, this is literally like, it's effectively my childhood hero. Like, yeah. I had three heroes growing up and you probably will not be uh, surprised by any of these. Hulk Hogan, Indiana Jones and Batman were my three heroes as like a seven-year-old. <laughs> this is it. This is my childhood come back around for me. Excited, what, what do man. I want? And, and honestly, that trailer and Harrison Ford's like re-endorsement of the script. Yep. Because he's kind of usually a negative guy. Oh, he doesn't give a shit about yeah. anything. Uh, I saw a great, great me. scene the other day of him uh, where all the cast of one of the newer Star Wars movies yeah. have been asked... What you do you told, I think you told me about this. Yeah, where they're like, uh, who, who shot first? Was it Guido or, or uh, Han Solo? And, and they're all like, oh my God, of course it was Guido. And oh, Guido, I, in my childhood, I thought it was Han Solo. And then he's just like, I don't give a shit. <laughs> it's, the, <laughs> it's the best. It's, it's <laughs> he just does not care. I love it. But this looks great, man. Like, are you excited for this? I am. I am. It's, it would have been in mind too. Um, we don't even have to talk about any of the plot. Like it's it's just in general. The trailer was really good. The trailer is really good. And you, there are a few times where you're like, oh, the CGI is not great on that de-aging. But other than that, like it looks amazing. Who got de-aged? There's a bunch of scenes where he's de-aged in it. Yeah, has the young flawed. one. Yeah. It's not the one. I get over the de-aging. It's less you the really static can't ones. Handle it. No, no, it's yeah. less the static ones. There's, yeah. there's, a, there's a bit in it where he's on a horse riding through a city. Yeah, and you're I like, saw that. His face is literally copied and pasted it, it, yeah. it looks like a snapchat yeah, it's yeah. Like, <laughs> you pinned it yeah. <laughs> pinned that de-aged face on that guy it's like <laughs> oh that's not cool uh, other than that man like i'm just just so excited so there are five movies Do you want to recap them for me super quick yeah mine were uh just to remind you all killers of the flower moon Dune right. part two and the quantum and the quantum mania Bo is Afraid, or yep. otherwise known as Disappointment Boulevard. Maybe a sex type. Um, Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning uh, Part 1. I definitely think Mission Impossible would be on my list. Yeah. I think Dune would be as well. And that Bo one sounds cool as it well. It does sound cool. So cool, in fact, that I think it will be a 2023, yeah. we, which means we will, or sorry, 24, oh, which oh, means gosh. we will talk about it again, I similar think, to The Flower Moon. I think so too. Uh, very quickly, mine were 65, so yep, uh, I'm Driving with Dinosaurs. Yeah, mine. Oppenheimer. Yep. Dungeons and Dragons, Onora Among Thieves, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, oh, no. Indiana Jones, The Dial of Destiny. I, I, it's gonna, It just looks like a great year for movies. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It's going to be a good year. And March. Oh my God, everything is coming out in March. Yeah. Clear schedule. Deal. It's, I'm, it's like the one month I'm not traveling. Great. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> Even better. Yeah. Do you want to do a quick honorable mention or two? Uh, I only had one. Okay. Um, Infinity Pool. Oh you yeah, see that this? looks fun. With, uh, what's his name? The, the guy from the Northman. I always... Strathgard, I can't say his name. Uh, Alexander, one of the, the Skarsgårds. Skarsgårds, yeah. There's that many of them. He, uh, he's basically a writer who goes to this island, and it's almost kind of like a whodunit Ooh. sci-fi thing. Ooh. 
thriller. No, I love a sci-fi. In fact, my partner yeah. actually at the moment, she gets really angry with me because every time it's my choice of movie night, she's like, you either watch something that's like in the past or the future and it's always a fucking sci-fi. And I'm like, I like sci-fi movies. She's over sci-fi. <laughs> she's sick of me watching sci-fi so movies. So you should not watch um, Inception with her. No, uh, she likes that one. Okay. A couple of honorable mentions from my end. Uh, Creed 3 is coming out. I didn't actually see Creed 2, but I, Jonathan Majors, uh, he's got that kind of Club of Lang vibe. It looks really fun. That is John Wick Chapter 4. Shout out to my parents on Super Bracket Bros when we talked about John Wick. This is such a fun franchise. Really good movie. Shazam Fury of the Gods, that's coming out this year. That's a thing. Uh, but the one that's actually an honorable mention from me, one that probably just got edged out of my list, is that the Luther movie is coming to Netflix in March. That will be I, good. I'm pumped for that movie. I think it's going to be phenomenal. I don't understand, and it's partially because I haven't seen the movies, how they the can shows. make a John Wick 4. Oh. Sorry, I was just commenting on no, no. whatever one, you know. What do you mean? Why, like, why how, can, can how is there that much story? Didn't his beagle just die? That, it's, just an <laughs> it's, a, it's just an escalation at this point. Yeah, it's just... Every assassin yeah. in the world's after him or something beagle, now. Goldfish, beagle. Yeah, wife, beagle, yeah. car. Um, and Scooter. Just don't go after John Wick, man. Apartment, maybe. Just don't go after John Wick. It's not a good idea. Yeah, they blew up his house. Remember that? I don't know. That was all in the first movie. I can't even remember where they went uh, in the second movie at this uh, point. They kind of blend together, but in a good way. Like, I just think it's good, fun action movies. Kung, gun fu. Look, ultimately, I think this year is going to be the best year for movies, mm. at least since COVID. <laughs> Fair enough. Well, actually, do you want to give me what you think is possibly your most anticipated movie for the year? Of my list would probably be Killers of the Flower Moon. Interesting. You don't you don't agree? No, I think it's cool. Yeah. It's I haven't seen anything. I guess like part of it's like the less I know, the more I'm excited. Same. And I actually really like that movies when they can actually have a bit of restraint. Yeah. I think for me, I'm stuck somewhere between Dune. I know how excited I was about Indiana Jones, but I'm genuinely really excited about Guardians Volume Three. Mm. So I'm somewhere between those two. Obviously, both space movies. Obviously, both sci-fi. The partner's going to hate both yeah, of them. She doesn't fucked. even like Guardians, so yeah, somewhere in that, somewhere in that cross section, cross section of movies. Right. Fair enough. But I would agree with all all of those Brilliant. choices. Yeah. Well, let us know, guys, if there's any movies we haven't talked about that you're most excited for the year. Hit us up at podcastassemble or thepodcastassemble at gmail dot com. Yeah, do you want a couple of bits of correspondence before we wrap up? Um, yeah, I, I'd love to hear what the people are saying. We got a couple of fun bits of correspondence this week, and we're going to start with Mr. Matthew Bliss himself, who is, you're going to talk about in a moment, and is, of course, our podcasting expert and genius. Marvel Studios are apparently developing two more Halloween specials. Really? I'm not sure if they're going to release them at the same time, <laughs> or over two years. Yeah. <laughs> but that's going to be, I mean, like, I... I think Werewolf by Night was one of my favorite pieces of Marvel media for quite a while. It was short. It was sweet. It was to the point. It was nice. Characters were well fleshed out for a yeah, short amount was, of time. It was nice. It was also like at peak lull. Yes. In the MCU. But... That's very true. According to Nerd Culture on Twitter. Yeah. Uh, and Matt sent us a link to Thank you, Matt. We do appreciate it. After the critical, critical success of Werewolf by Night, Marvel Studios reportedly developing two more Halloween specials that will be based on new characters. Mm. so i wonder if that means new to the mcu or brand new characters because there was always that debate and i mean marvel's got fucking what like 100 years worth of comics to go for but there's always that debate at what point does the mcu go maybe we make our own maybe we make a new one something that's brand new to us do you think they could be new ips probably not 
<laughs> good good chat yeah, I, right. I don't think so like why would you i think at, at best it would be like something from the past that's been heavily changed fair yeah now we had a lot of correspondence about the god of war live action series coming in we had it from friend of the show joe uh we had it from friend of the show jacob we had it from friend of the show chris we had it from a lot of people so thank you all we really appreciate it you know this is my jam uh, I think friend of the show, Joe, asks the best question, DL. Who do you think is the best person to play Kratos? Wow, that's a good question. I have someone in my head, but I don't know his name. Okay, good, good. That's really useful. Which is not useful. But like, you know, when you put me on the spot like this, I don't know his name. So. That's all right. I can tell you who Josh he is. Brolin? I tell you he's, who... not, he's too old. Actually, I don't know. He's grizzled. I yeah. like it. He needs, to be, old, he needs to be buffer, though. Yeah. Uh, friend of the show Joe recommends why not Dave Batista, as he's now looking for more mature roles without makeup. Though was a key. Oh, that's a very good point. He is completely <laughs> white in this. <laughs> that's going to be a deal breaker for him. That could be a deal breaker. Oh my god, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, I think that. Yeah, I don't even think the actor needs to be bald. I think he just needs to fit the bill. Be a little bit grizzled, a little bit older. I mean, like being be bald to, isn't a big deal because you can shave. That's, that's like, what I mean. Yeah, be able but, to scream, get everything with guns in the air. You've got to have that that tone as well yeah i mean you is he is he an ethnicity is his voice like implied to be i don't kind think so. of like I, it's 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 very deep i think i don't believe so okay it's not i mean he's supposed to be from greek times right and he he speaks english so how about this go john bernthal oh all right shaved head all right could you with a beard i love john bernthal do you think i think it would work i'm gonna just search bald actors they don't have to be bald i don't know why <laughs> i love that i look but i think john bernthal is th- great i think he needs to be like chunkier he's pretty ripped he's ripped he's not chunky i feel like he needs to be more of like wide he needs to be somewhere between john bernthal and the rock he needs to be in no, sorry not the rock dave batista he, somewhere in the middle of that how about this henry cavill oh that'd be great <laughs> kidding because he loves video games <laughs> i love him i love him in everything um do you think the rock could do this i don't i don't see the rock i mean that this. would be an interesting role for the rock it's not like a thing like there's a lot of depth to that story not oh there's a lot of depth to it. Uh, there is that's what i'm saying there's a lot of depth to that story that's not what the rock usually chooses he usually chooses jungle jump yeah. explosion slash cliff where to breaking. Same. like he needs something with like you know to dig his teeth into if he wants to go to the next level i would argue that's a great casting i would also argue hugh jackman is but he's probably not going to want to get buff again i would also say i mean a lot of people i'm looking up jason momoa a lot of people are saying a lot of people saying jason momoa i'm not like, sure i see that i don't, mm, I don't actually you know what why not i don't know the character at all though you know, like, like I couldn't tell him from like, you know. I, I know Dave Batista wants to do a Gears of War movie adaptation. So I don't know if he'd want to do this as well. But anyway, it's going to be a show. It's yeah. going to be great. I think they'll probably focus on the newer games. Dave Batista literally looks like he's a Gears he of War character. Looks like, <laughs> like, and they're, just and they're super characterized. You know what I mean? Like they're, big, they big all time. have big jaws and <laughs> big time. All right. One more piece of correspondence before we move on. Friend of the show, Andy. Thank you for answering, Andy. We we appreciate your correspondence. He messaged us and he said, finally, finally, finally saw Doctor Strange last night. I really enjoyed it. Uh, not my favorite Marvel film. Uh, it was a little light on plot, but overall very fun. Andy, if you don't know what we think about it, go back and list our episode from eight months ago. <laughs> it was a good, it was a good episode. It was a I good episode. I think so. And I honestly haven't rewatched it, but I'm excited to. 
It's better on a rewatch. I think it Genuine, was. I think it was. I liked the first time. Genuinely like, better on a rewatch. I didn't enjoy it the first time. Yeah. I I thought it was nonsense. Yeah, I remember that. Second time, I was like, it's pretty good. Yeah, you could tell my enthusiasm rolling out for this. Yeah, I mean, that was me with Wakanda, except I never watched it again. That's fair. Deal. Do you want to finish up the show? I would love to finish up the show. Um, and I guess as a part of you getting this far, which I'm not sure all of you did, but if you did. <laughs> Please. We appreciate it, guys. We, we appreciate it. You obviously care enough to give us a review. One, two, three, four, five. I don't care how many stars. Um, pass on the Preferably pod. Preferably five. Like thank it. you. No, literally, just give us a review. Um, thank you also to friend of the show, Mr. Matthew Bliss. Tommy already gave him a shout out, but he's of blissery.fm, and he edited this episode. And if you're a budding podcaster and you're thinking about, fuck it, man, I don't want to edit these anymore. <laughs> like I did. I need, I need some help. I am not a professional. Um hire one uh for, hire him bring him in baby to uh edit and engineer your podcast um let him know by email at info at blissery.fm or visit blissery.fm for more information about matt and his podcast services you can also listen to his video game news podcast the dead drop it is 10 minute episodes twice a week and it's amazing quite frankly we didn't talk about video games but at all this episode so if you're looking for a download and some info and to get your fix go listen to this week frankly it's a lot of fun go check it out it is it is thank you tommy i wish i wish i hadn't uh, interrupted you there but if you know anyone who likes this type of stuff pass the pod guys we love it when you do we love getting new listeners involved thank you for coming back i have this terrible feeling that no one's going to come back to us as we were off the air for like three weeks so please help tommy's anxiety i really appreciate it thank you dear (laughs) thank you tommy and until next time tally what do you normally say laters gators tally out